Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. This week on Transformers Rewind, it's only human from Generation 1. Yeah, we kind of already did this one before. We've been waiting weeks for a break in this case. Even an anonymous tip beats Zip. And if it's a trap, Springer? Uh, Chief, no offense. I mean, maybe this Victor Drath is tough, but he's still only human. Only human. Woo! I love only human so much for lots of reasons. I'm just going to throw them out there. Uh, Rodimus gets laid. Rod- it's, it's a GI Joe episode. Rodimus <laughs> gets laid. Uh, it's it's contri- it's contrived as hell, <laughs> uh, but in a good way. It's it, another nineteen eighty cartoon. I think my favorite. Um, I think my favorite. Some of my favorite lines ever for, are from this. And Victor Draft saying, "This is Michelle. She's come to watch you die." <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Potentially, I disagree. This isn't just an 80s stock cliche. They're still using this cliche today. Super Sentai did it just this past weekend. What happened in them? Aren't they people anyway? Yes. They also switched around a lot of brains. So, so basically, not that a lot of them had a lot of brains to begin with. Uh, So, in in this episode, the Autobots. It's the same thing. This is about non human characters becoming. Which is the total like turtles did it, and, 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 human, character, and human characters having their way with Transformers, which doesn't happen that often. The Autobots foil this plot of Victor Draft, who wanted to no, steal the official sources anyway. Who want, yeah, he he wanted to steal this energy thing. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, just basically to set up. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, was it what was it? How, how did you, what was it called? Chris? Neutronium. 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 So Neutronium. It's, it's like this little yeah. thing. It's a highly explosive. Rodimus takes it from the guy and looks at it. Somebody else shoots it. Scratches his ear with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he scratches his ear. I love that he scratches his face with it. I mean, that's equivalent <laughs> to like a guy scratching his face with a gun. <laughs> and it blows up. And then he get, he and Ultra Magnus get knocked into the, the bay. And Rodimus is like, when am I going to learn to be more careful? And Magnus is like, hopefully at the next opportunity. <laughs> such a great line there are some great lines in this episode for being an awful season three episode there are some great lines but basically the gist of it is uh, it is the world everything is for sale the uh the uh humans decide they they want to get the autobots out of the way uh so they they hire this guy named snake who uh, is you know he's a former subtle He's a former terrorist or something, the former oh. leader of an organization, and uh, the, this organization mm-hmm. had technology. The, the thing I like about this is... Because remember, of course, this is the far-flung year of 2005. Yes. It's, or was it 2006 yeah. by this point? This is six. Uh, 2006. 2006, yeah. Uh, but, so... Uh, Cover commander in this episode, he uses his brains and not just, he's not just like this bumbling leader, you know, his background is science, supposedly, and he uses technology to further along the plot. He builds this machine that, you know, will transfer brains from one being into a synthetic being, you know, which is sort of pointless in this because they don't want to keep those, the human, the synthoids around, they just want the Autobot brains <laughs> This seems like a really poorly thought out plan. You're gonna take the brain. You're gonna you're gonna well, separate I mean, the Autobots from their consciousness, and then you're just gonna slag both. Um, 
Could you just well, yeah, I mean, like, the they're, they're, I mean it's yeah. basically they're... Yeah, but they're taking the they're taking the brand out of the auto that you're probably so that strong enough to able. kill them. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, well, it's like, but yeah, but only if like if the if the if they're removing the consciousnesses from the Autobots' bodies, so they'll be able to destroy the Autobots' bodies, so they won't be able to fight back or resist or anything, you know. But and they're just they're just dumping. I mean, the the, the, the cool thing about this episode is, is that the synthoids are a real thing from the GI Joe cartoon. They were in like four episodes of the GI Joe cartoon. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, oh. the 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 synthoid conspiracy they were in, and then they were. This in, is the only episode of GI Joe. And, and effectively, effectively, uh, Serpentor is also one. You could you could say. Sorry. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. Not I mean, the I mean, the, the, the I mean, if you ever want to watch a really good GI Joe episode, go and watch Steve Gerber's two-parter. Uh, what's it called? Um, there's no place like Springfield. Yes, Springfield, which is a synthoid episode, and it's messed up. It's like a 1970s Marvel comic. You could see it's a really super Steve Gerbery, where. Um, well, I won't tell you. Well, no, I'll not tell you in case you go and watch it because it's really, it's a really good isolated. It's the two-part season finale. It's it's season. the only episode a lot of people remember about GI Joe. Mm, it's it's a really good one. It's full it's full of like ridiculous imagery as well, like little girls with rocket launchers and stuff. But it's it's really messed up in a 1980s cartoon sort of way. Yeah. It's where a 1970s horror comic meets a 1980s cartoon. But yeah, synthoid were a real thing, and and no, they didn't have the whole brain swapping thing. That's not from the because the whole point of synthoids was they were supposed to replicate and imitate people, and they were for espionage. So putting the real person's brain in it defeated the point. But so basically, uh, they do the do the thing. The brains are swapped. The synthoids are there. At that point, you would think they would have just put bullets into the brains of the synthoids. No, (laughs) they were thrown in the dumpster and then taken to the dump to be crushed. Yeah, well, you know that's not how mobsters mobsters do it like that. You know, I gotta take them all back and put them for a pair of cement shoes. Huh? <laughs> I mean, right. that's what these guys are dressed up as. They're they're really like futuristic two thousand five <laughs> typical mobsters, freaking with the whole Don Johnson coat over the blazer thing. Oh my god! <laughs> so the uh, the Autobot slash humans escape. They find overalls that fortunately Thanks match for- the color. Yes. Thankfully, they found those clothes that just yes. happen to match their color schemes. How incredibly lucky that they find their exact color schemes just hanging on a wall in a semi-G.I. Joe base. I let it go. The, uh, so basically, they, they decide they have to do something to get their bodies back. So they split up. It, the most important part of this episode, though, is uh, Rodimus finds Michelle. After, after a scuffle, she brings him in. And the next morning, they have coffee. <laughs> Made you breakfast. So okay, so I, I'll admit. So this is this is a re-record. We we already did only human as a rewind before, and uh, it was uh, JD and Paladin, and it's already aired. It's already out there. I just over embellished the scene. If you get a chance, go back and watch it. I'm not going to retread that. But uh, when we post this, we'll also link to the other episode, and um, I just have a blast. Just. Screw with that scene, just just <laughs> remixing it. It's, it's awesome, but ba- basically, yeah, Rodimus Rodimus gets laid. So go Rodimus. That's more than most trans fans can say. You you do have to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh oh wow! Wonder if they were deliberately implying that or not. So. Yeah, it is kind of like the next morning thing. I'm yeah, certain that yeah. was deliberate. I'm certain that was at the very least, you know. They, they but if they it. were supposed to be doing, I mean, they're they're. I mean, they they seem to be doing the whole 
you know, gangster's mall is actually a good girl who wants out of this life. And then she turns them over to yeah. draft the next day. Like, so what's going on there? She's I bet bitch. Rodimus was very bad. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Probably. Probably lasted about You don't think hours. RC taught him anything? Uh, I don't think it translates. Or was she I, too busy with Daniel? Oh! You're a bad man. Can't tell Don about this episode. Mm. I love him. And now the image is stuck in your head, so it's worth it. God. You know what I always say about Only Human, though? I think Only Human is really crying out to be a two-parter. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because the, the episode is a brickneck hurtle to the, to the final scene. The show never, ever gets a chance to actually do anything with the fact the Autobots yes. are human. They just mm-hmm. go, humans, now we got to get our bodies back, and they split up, and they go, RC, you go that way, go back to Autobot City, where everybody thinks you're crazy. Uh, uh, Magnus and Springer, you go and try and ingratiate yourself with Draftsman and get our bodies back, I'm going to go get laid. And that's, it just goes <laughs> off in those, those and, they, and they never do anything. I, like, there's one really great little scene, it's, it's Springer um, on the city streets, and, and he, you know, he's looking in the window and says, I already need a shave. And, he, and then some Hare Krishna type tries to give the path to true enlightenment, only twenty nine ninety five. Sorry, pal, I'm a robot at heart. <laughs> That's a great it little is. scene. I love, mm-hmm. and, and it's like it's the only time the episode actually tries to have fun with the fact the Autobots are humans. You know, Otherwise, it is just treated as the thing that has to be dealt with this week. And it, it, it always, and everything is just it's so it's so fast, so fast, boom, 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 one after the other, and nothing even I mean, gets. It, this could have been they, and they even move way too fast, like at the end, because they didn't. Yeah. You know, like Rodimus just ends up back with them. They don't ever explain like the whole draft thing. Like, what does yeah. draft turn himself over? There's no explanation of the fight between him and and Rodimus. That just gets completely yeah. glossed over. So, so, just uh, jump, 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 so jump, jump. Another series or whatever could have treated this like as a whole season, because there's well, so I mean, much, so much you can do with it. Like, look at Ultimate Spider. I mean, Superior Spider-Man right now. It's basically a brain-swapping story, and they're going to go, at, what, 50 issues with it? Something's happening there, Something. anyway. I mean, it, but it's, it could it, be an end in sight. But, but it's, it's good, and it's fun. Yeah. It's a fish out of water, and they could have gone so much farther with it than they did. I mean, Instead, this, we got all of, what, 20 minutes on it? Yeah, really. That's really all that. Michelle got. It's, yeah. I mean, the episode is... Oh, I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I mean, it's a very memorable episode for the concept, and the, the to be honest, like the GI Joe subplot, um, subplot crossover illusion, whatever, elevates it above what it would be like if it was just some random. If it was just Drath using technology yes. he had purloined to to do this to the Autobots. I mean, because the Cobra Command, Cobra Commander's awesome. He is. He's the best thing about all of G.I. Joe. He's mainly the reason I read or watch or do anything associated with G.I. Joe. And and this is it's real this is like after the fall of Cobra or something. And it's like he's even got little scaly snake fingers through his torn gloves and you're like, So does that mean they knew what was gonna happen to him at the end of G.I. Joe the movie, or did they always just think he was a snake man? I'm like, I've read the production notes on this episode because they were included on one of the, the UK DVDs. And it's like, they're, they're all full of underlines and exclamation marks. It's like whoever was writing it was like really excited about the idea of the episode, about doing it. And, hmm. and it, it's just this breakneck set of 20 minutes that's just jumping, 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 jumping from event to event that never gets to do anything with it. And it lacks even like 
you know, even even when they they have they have some good ideas, but then it's you know, you don't even get, it's like you know, did you enjoy your sojourn as a human, Rodimus? Perceptor asks him at the end of the episode, and, and Rodimus looks at Michelle and goes, maybe too much Perceptor. And we've caught the scene. <laughs> there's there's not even a moment of silence to let it let it sink in or let you reflect or anything. It, and I you know, I mean, and the concept is so laden with potential that animated would do it again. Yes, and they yep. actually theirs was pretty crap. Uh, too actually, I mean that was some some of the worst episodes of animated. I think those two human episodes, because it was a really bad two-parter. You know, if they'd actually done a two-parter about the Autobots being humans, um, then the whole second part just wasn't about that. It was about guys who weren't Autobots being Autobots, and I guess they were they were trying to do like a like two a two parallel thing, but it didn't work. And then it turned out they were just in virtual reality anyway. And it was set at Christmas for some reason in the height of summer. Yeah, that wasn't good. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I apparently tried to not remember all that. Okay. <laughs> I still think they kind of dropped the ball a little bit with the Cobra Commander in this episode because they spend most of the time just referring to him as Old Snake or whatever and just shooting him from the back so they can have the big emotional impact at the very end where he tries to say Hail Cobra again. But, yeah, but then in great. the middle of the fight scene, they just cut right to his big shiny face again so the surprise and suspense is ruined. Oh, well, you see his face from the very start. Like, Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no question no, that that's... Face is uh, well, probably yeah, the wrong term, but I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, you see him from the start right away. You know the voice is unmistakable. I don't think there's yeah. a... And they say from the very start, you used to be part of a uh, you used to be part of a terrorist organization that had technology that existed in the G.I. Joe cartoon. I don't think they were trying to hide it or anything. But you want... It, it, they could have played it, it out a bit more just to keep people wondering what if, if they really wanted to, though. Yeah, <laughs> it I mean, yeah. Seems like I mean, I you wonder the if they're going to go all the way with it and make an overt reference. And then they so, get at this point, were kids... I mean, who who remembers watching this when they were a kid? When it first nope. aired, yeah, I'm not that old. Sorry, I was not. No, I, I did. season three. I didn't watch, so yeah. So, as a kid, I recognized the voice, but I don't know that I drew any necessarily any parallels at that point until he probably tried to say Cobra at the end, and like, oh, <laughs> golly gee whiz, that's Cobra Commander. <laughs> oh boy, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Do you but, like gladiator movies? <laughs> what? Anyway. Great episode. Fantastic episode. I, I really do like Only Human, but I think it's mostly the the G.I. Joe the connection that elevates it well above the the limitations it places on itself. So what know? are the uh, Marissa Fairbairn? Definitely one of my favorite G.I. Joe episodes. So other than uh, Marissa Fairborn and her father, uh, what other references to G.I. Joe are there in season three? Is that That's, it? Those are the two like specific yeah. ones. I mean, they make a couple of allusions. What is it? Um, big broadcast of 2006. Like, there's a cartoon called Space Age Jack where they fight slimy reptiles and their catchphrase is Yo Jack. Uh, I don't think there. are any. Cold Slither gets played on in, auto, yeah. in uh, an episode, but I don't think that's a to season two, yeah, yeah, and then I mean, I've never been entirely clear whether or not like the, the Cold Slither music was composed for that GI Joe episode and then entered the Sunbow back catalog and got recycled, or if it was already a piece of, you know, Sunbow library music that they just put lyrics to for GI Joe. A band of vipers playing a tune. That's that's what we are with an iron fist and a reptile fist. I love that.